Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. And you can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day's just getting started, it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but either way, here we are, and me. I am glad for that. Woke up today with no desire to drink. I do not take that for granted. I am convinced that part of the reason I am still sober is because I do not take that for granted. And I put that in the forefront of my mind. My sobriety is a gift. It's not something I'm entitled to. Playing with house money. Used to be a guy when I was new named Al. Used to scare the shit out of me. But he used to say, God help me if I get what I deserve. People always talk about, I don't deserve this. He used to say, God help me if I get what I actually deserve. I never forgot that. I do have in front of me a piping hot cup of French rose coffee from Trader Joe's. Mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. Right now it's about 75% hazelnut, 25% Trader Joe's. It's a blend that's really working. In my home. So for those of you taking notes on this. There it is right now. (laughs) So dumb. Dumb. I haven't done that in a while. Dumb. I want to read it. Email that I got. It's called Thank You. Hope you and your family are well. I greatly appreciate your podcast and cannot express the weight of gratitude I have. For how much it has helped me. More to the point, it has helped me to help others, I believe. Coupled with the sarcastic big book, I have a much more simplistic view of Alcoholics Anonymous, the clear-cut directions, my program, and my relationships with my higher power. Bringing God's vision into each day in each of my affairs has been greatly simplified 
to try to bring honesty and truth with myself. The perspective that you present of everything either being constructive and helpful or just self-preservation has been invaluable to me. I've been exhaustively testing this perspective out with everything in my world since I started listening to your podcast, and I have to say, it checks out. And holds consistently true in all things. This new outlook is a loving and constructive thread. The fabric of my existence is now shot through with it. Those of you who know the big book really well know that's a slight rewriting of what the big book says about fear being. shot through the fabric of our existence. Just know that at the end of your podcast, there's a goofball recovered alcoholic out there profusely saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing your time and commitment to the podcast and sharing your examples of the living solution. I understand there are worksheets for the step study that carried the message that you were given. I would like to request a copy of those worksheets, please. You can read this email on the podcast if you want. Best wishes, Tim. Thank you so much, Tim, for writing to me, expressing that. I will send you those handouts. There were originally many more. There were originally hundreds and hundreds, and I don't have them anymore, unfortunately. But we have, my friend Dave and I have... Narrowed them down to some key points, but maybe someday I'll get my hands on the other stuff, the really, really, really extensive stuff. I told you about the guy who carried this message to me, who lived this message for me, more importantly, when I was about two and a half years sober. And I was going to a meeting and it was the first meeting called What Does the Big Book Say? It's a workshop. It took about a year and a half, two years to go through. Went through the big book in a non-linear way, meaning by subject instead of by chapter or step. And... <clears throat> One of the first things I remember about that meeting, I've talked about it on here, was when he said, what does the big book say about blank? He asked this to a room full of people, about 500 years of sobriety in the room. People were shouting out answers and none of them were right. And then he said what the real answer was. Somebody said, where does it say that in the book? And he took this huge binder out, plopped it on the table and laughed. I was hoping you'd ask. I was hoping you'd ask. That's the binder of handouts that I wish I had now, but I don't. Had it for a long time, I don't know. Maybe it's somewhere. I've looked a few times, but... Anyways, the message that he delivered 
More importantly, the message that is in the book, if you look at it in its context, in a way that is inarguable, really is that simple. I mean, he even says, even speaks to this a few times, many times, but specifically a few times when it talks about all we have to do is follow a few simple rules and <clears throat> the only things that are required of us is trust God and clean house and very unfussy. But that message that I received and watched demonstrated again, far more importantly, watching it be demonstrated changed my life about 30 years ago. Changed it. Changed everything about it. Changed how I think about everything. Changed how I apply the principles of the program. That's really what it did. It changed how I worked the program. I was working the program in a very specific way before. I was reading a lot and writing a lot and highlighting things a lot and trying to understand and making it very intellectual. And I was going through a lot of the motions. I was going to a ton of meetings. I was taking people through the work. I was had a lot of sponsees. I was trying to meditate, and I was miserable. I was. I was miserable. And I didn't know why. And really, it was because there were huge parts of my life that were still so run by self. That I just thought, if I could be, if I can give like half of my life to God, then I don't understand why I'm having a problem. That should be enough. I should have, I should be happy. Looking back, it's just really clear why I've spent so much of my life in pain. It was because I wasn't letting God in. I understand it today clearly, but so, I mean, I could talk about being spiritual. I could talk about the tools. I could talk about all this stuff, go to meetings. I can share, I can sound real good. I can do all this stuff. What am I doing? Meaning, what impact am I having on people around me? I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about how, just to pick a number randomly out of the sky, like five years ago, there were a lot of people in my life. There were conversations happening constantly. There was a lot going on. And I asked myself today, on this day, how much of that do I remember? How many details of that do I remember? Almost none. Very little. Remember things here and there, a few things that were said, but most of it is gone. What I'm left with, what I do remember after all this time, it's how people make me feel. There were people in my life, I remember, who did not make me feel good. 
five years ago. There are people in my life that made me feel very bad, actually. Weakened me. There were people who made me feel very good who were still in my life. And I think about that, and I'm thinking about that. Since that's about the only thing we ultimately start to remember, that has to be really important. Something I think about as I go through the day. What impact am I having on the people around me? If I'm taking myself really seriously, what kind of impact is that having on the people around me? If I'm holding grudges and being unforgiving, what kind of impact is that having on the people around me? If I'm not trusting anything or anyone, what does that do to the people around me? What impact does that have when I'm argumentative, angry, defensive, mean, impatient? All of it matters. It matters what I do. I am affecting people. I, for one, have never felt more motivated to have a positive influence on the people around me because of the state of things on this planet. I have never felt more driven to be a positive, loving, patient, compassionate, mending force. I have never been more driven and motivated to be that on this world. I think that's why my life was saved, to work on that. I don't think my life was saved so that I can go out into the world today and make it more challenging, more difficult for people. Not trust. Instill fear in people. frankly just act like an asshole I'm 51 years old I've never seen more of that in the world it's just crazy to me how normal it is now to just be a dick it's crazy I want to be the very opposite of that and I try and I'm going to try today and I hope you do too. The world needs it. That's it for the day. No modeling jokes, no nothing. I'm going to go out and try to live a life that was worth saving. And I really hope you'll do the same.